The End of the World by Stu and Janelle Clark. Part of the Pack Tracks audio blog collection. Told in the collective first person, jointly from Stu and Janelle Clark's perspective. After the dramas of finding accommodation in Ushuaia, we were finally free to relax. It's pretty exciting being at the end of the world and it marks a certain achievement or milestone on the journey. However, we weren't without drama. We'd lost one of our sleeping bags in Venezuela, it fell off the bike when it wasn't put away properly, and until now we had been getting by with just the one sleeping bag because the climate had been warm to hot. Now we were camping at the end of the world amongst snow-capped mountains with all three of us huddling under a single sleeping bag. When we left Australia to embark on this adventure we put a lot of time into researching camping gear, especially our sleeping bags. We decided upon an Australian design by Sea to Summit. The XT2 is 95% goose down, weighs 1.2 kilograms and squashes down to a really small size which is perfect for the limited space on a motorbike. The other important factor is that we bought a left and a right bag so they zipped together, if you've ever done this with sleeping bags you know how awesome it is. So, when we lost one it wasn't a simple matter of just going to a camping store to buy any old bag, we wanted another of the same to zip together. We made several attempts to contact Cedar Summit to seek their assistance and they were helpful but the best they could do was sell us the next model up at recommended retail price plus postage, over $1,000. A much cheaper option was to order the new sleeping bag online and have it delivered to an address in Australia where it could be forwarded to us in Ushuaia. When we reached Ushuaia we didn't rush to the post office, expecting the delivery to take longer than expected. On our first trip to the post office we were told that the tracking number didn't exist in their system which probably meant it hadn't arrived in Argentina yet. The online tracking through Australia Post had indicated that the parcel had left Australia but from previous experience we didn't expect the tracking to continue any further in this part of the world. In the end we stayed in Ushuaia for two weeks and enjoyed every day. It was a good day when the sleeping bag arrived, the gentleman in the post office had seen us nearly every day so he was just as excited as us. Ushuaia is a massive tourist destination. It attracts everyone from cyclists, motorcyclists, hitchhikers to lavish cruise ships that pull into its port. It's a really pretty town that stretches along the Beagle Channel and nestled below snow-capped mountains. There are loads of restaurants, cafes, chocolate shops and trinket shops to visit. Outside of town there are loads of trails to hike for the day or head out for a few nights. One Sunday the three of us took a ride 80 kilometers out of town to an old station that is open for tourists to visit. It cost 140 pesos per person to enter and included two tours, one of the homestead and one of a bones museum. This particular homestead was the first in Tierra del Fuego and to this day, fourth-generation family still live there and manage the station. The Bones Museum was quite small but the tour in English was very comprehensive explaining the evolution of marine life including various species of whales, dolphins and sea lions. We had a wholesome lunch in the restaurant and didn't get back to our hostel until 7 p.m. It was a really nice day. We were camping at Momo's Hostel. It is one block from the main street and three blocks from a supermarket. Momo's is famous to cyclist and motorbike travelers who pass on the location by word of mouth. We felt very welcome there and met really friendly travelers from all over the world. 
All the common rooms were heated so we spent a bit of time inside drinking red wine with our new friends and making the most of the kitchen cooking empanadas, pancakes and burgers. We will be right back after this word from our sponsor. Are you a dog person? Do you love to ride? Check out the Pillion Pooch at PillionPooch.com. The two weeks in Ushuaia and talking to other motorcyclists gave us plenty of time and information to figure out our next plans. We had initially thought it might be possible to find a boat to cross the Beagle Channel and go to Puerto Williams, the southernmost town in Chile, then work our way north but our motorbikes were too big. Friends, Michelle and Brian, spoke of a scenic route to Punta Arenas that didn't have us repeating too many kilometers. Our first stop was Rio Grande for one night, then we took the 150 kilometers of gravel roads to Porvenir where we spent a night waiting for the next day's ferry. Brian and Michelle were already in Punta Arenas so we followed them to their hostel to spend a few nights. You've been listening to The End of the World by The Pack Track. For more audio blogs visit www.thepacktrack.com or find our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and elsewhere.